back at a different developmental level and understand again. One of you talked about having a loss when she was very young and now as an adult still has aspects of that pain to revisit. Uh, that's true in my own life. I lost my father when I was younger, the late adolescence. Uh, my brothers were quite young. So how that comes back, uh, how we re-understand what that event was becomes very important. So we use the word helping children. And I'm going to try to focus on the ages 2 to 19. Grieve is also a process. Grief is characterized using Kubler-Ross's description by shock or denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and hopefully acceptance. How the child grieves is also dependent on their understanding of the concept of death. And death has a variety of meanings and is not always seen as permanent for the child. So what is a definition of grief? Grief is a constellation of internal thoughts and feelings that we experience when a loved one dies. Mourning is the outward expression of our grief, and mourning is necessary for healing to take place. So how do we begin? Today we're going to only address the child who experiences loss of a parent, sibling, or relative through death. Often the child's first experience of death is through the death of a pet, which for the child in the imaginary stage is just as alive as the sibling and sometimes a more favored expression than the sibling is. In one of our later talks, we'll address the child with a chronic illness who has to grieve. Alba House has recorded helping children to grieve through divorce which is a significant loss that's often worse than death. Also, there's a grieving tape gravitating towards hope that is more for adults. And guided imagery, loss and bereavement has meditations on it that the children can listen to, uh, that adults can also listen to, but it's a process and a meditation process that's very soothing. So those of you that are having uh, counselees that could benefit from the guided imagery process, uh, the tape leads you to establish a safe place and to engage in certain imaginary activities. Been very effective with teenagers. So I would ask you to look at those at the break. So when we take the airline stewardess's injunction seriously, uh, when you're going to grieve, put on your own mask first, then help the child. So my question to you is, what is your own death history? What has been your own experience of death? And if you just would make some notes to yourself as I ask these questions. First, what was the first experience you had of somebody dying? The first experience of death. How did you learn about the death? How were your emotions handled? What, if any, religious beliefs were associated 
with your first experience of death. So when we identify grief, we need to do our own grief work so that we can pay attention to the other, the children in our lives. Children naturally dose, like a medicine, dose their pain. They take so much and then they need to go play. They need to go do something else. So play is their process. Often in counseling, we'll use play therapy puppets to discuss with the child what's really happening. How do they see it? But for ourselves, we also need to dose our pain. So trying to get over it, pull ourselves up, is violent. Death is violent and final and permanent. So.